Welcome to Serrated Edge. Hello listeners, this is Gavin Snyder. Today, my brother is going to be reading George's Marvelous Medicine by Roald Dahl. Serrated Edge, Episode 4. Introducing George Cranky, Mr. Kitty Cranky, Miss, Mrs. Cranky, Grandma. Roald Dahl. George's Marvelous Medicine by Quentin Blake. Illustrated by Quentin Blake. Contents. Grandma. As the marvelous plant, George begins to make the medicine. Animal appears. The cook-up. Brown pig. Grandma gets the medicine. The brown hen. The pig, the buttocks, the sheep, the pony, and the nanny. A crane for Grandma, Mr. Cranky's great idea. Marvelous medicine number two, marvelous medicine number three, marvelous medicine number four. Good, goodbye, Grandma. Grandma, I'm going to to be shopping in the village. George's mother said to George on Saturday morning. So be a good boy and don't get up to mischief. This was a silly thing to say to a small boy at any time. It immediately made him wonder that what sort of mischief he might get up to. And don't forget to give Grandma her medicine at 11 o'clock, the mother said. Then out she went, closing the back door behind her. Grandma who was dozing in her chair by the window, opened one little wicked, one wicked little eye and said, Now you heard what your mother said, George. Don't forget my medicine. No, Grandma, George said, and just try to behave yourself for once while she's away. Yes, Grandma, George said, and George was bored to tears. He didn't have a brother or a sister. His father was a farmer, and the farm they lived on was miles away from anywhere, so there were never any children to play with. He was tired of staring at pigs and hens and cows and sheep. He was especially tired of having to live in the same house as that grizzly old onion of a grandma. Looking after her all by himself was the most exciting way to spend a Saturday morning. You can make me a nice cup of tea for a start, Grandma said to George. That'll keep you out of mischief for a few minutes. Yes, Grandma, George said. George couldn't help disliking Grandma. She was a selfish, grumpy old woman. She had pale brown teeth and a small, puckered up mouth like a dog's bottom. How much sugar in your tea today, Grandma? George asked her. One spoon, she said. No, no. When most grandmothers is our, our most are lovely, kind, helpful old ladies. But not this one, 
He spent all day and every day singing her chair by the window. Oh, and she was complaining, grousing, and grouching, grumbling, griping about something or other. Never once, even on her best days, she she had smiled at George and said, "Well, how are you this morning, George?" Or why don't you and I have a game of snakes and ladders? Or how was school today? She she didn't seem to care about all other people, only about herself. She was a miserable, miserable old old grouch. George went into the kitchen and made Grandma a cup of tea with 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 a tea bag. He put one spoon of sugar in it and no milk. He stirred the sugar well and carried the cup into to the living room. Grandma sipped the tea. It's not sweet enough, she said. Put more sugar in. George took the cup back to the kitchen and added another spoonful of sugar. He he she he stirred again and 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 carried it carefully to Grandma. Where's the saucer? She. She said, "I don't have a cup without a saucer." George fetched her a saucer. And what about a teaspoon, if you please? I stirred it for you, Grandma. I stirred it well. I'll stir my own tea. Thank you very much," she said. "Fetch you it. Fetch me a teaspoon." George fetched her a teaspoon. When George's mother or or father were home, Grandma had never ordered George about like this. It was only when when she had him on her own and that she began treating him badly. You know what's the matter with you? The old woman said, saying that George or the grandmother keep. Speak up with those great wicked blue eyes. You're growing too fast. Boys who grow too fast become stupid and lazy. But I can't help it if I'm growing fast, Grandma. George said, "Of course you can." She snapped. Growing's a nasty, childish habit. But we have to grow, Grandma. If we didn't grow, oh, we'd never be grown up. Rubbish, boy, rubbish," she said. "Look at me. Am I growing? Certainly not. But you did once, Grandma. Only very little. I gave up growing when I was extremely small, along with the other nasty childish habits like laziness and disobedience and greed." And sloppiness and untidiness and stupidity. You haven't given up any of these things, have you? I'm only, I'm still only a little boy, Grandma. You're eight years old. She snorted. That's old enough to know better. If you don't stop growing soon, it'll be too late. Too late for what, Grandma? It's ridiculous," she went on. "On your knee, really as tall as me already." George took took a a good look at Grandma. She was she certainly was a very.
was so short that that she had had to uh, have a footstool footstool to put put her feet on, and her head only we came halfway up the back of the armchair. Daddy says it's fine for a man to be told. Don't listen to to your daddy, Grandma said. Listen to me. But how do I stop myself growing? George asked. Eat less chocolate, Grandma said. Does chocolate makes makes you grow? Make you grow? It makes you grow the wrong way. She snapped up and sat down. Grandma sipped some tea, but never took her eyes as from the little boy who stood before her. Never grow up, she said, always down. Yes, Grandma, and stop eating chocolate. Eat cabbage instead. Cabbage, oats. Oh no, I don't like cabbage. George said, "It's it's not what you like or or what you don't like." Graham snapped, "It's it's for good for you. It's what's good for you that counts. From now on, on you must eat cabbage three times a day." Okay. Mountains of cabbage, and if it's got. Uh, caterpillars in it. So much the better. Ouch, George said. Caterpillars give you brains. The old, old, old woman said. Mummy washes them down the sink. George said. Mummy's as stupid as you are. Grandma said. Cabbage doesn't taste taste of anything without a few boiled caterpillars in it. Slugs too, not slugs. George cried out. I couldn't eat slugs. Whenever I see a live slug on a piece of lettuce, Miss Grandma said, I gobble it up quick before it falls away. Delicious. She she squeezed her lips its lips together tightly, so that her mouth became a tiny wrinkled. You're joking, Grandma. I, I said. And I never joke," she said. "Beetles are, are perhaps. Beetles are perhaps the best of all. They go crunch, Grandma. That's beastly." The old hag grinned and showed those pale brown teeth. Sometimes, if you're lucky, she said, you got a beetle inside the stem of a stick of of a stick of celery. That's what I like. Grandma, how could you? Created Edge was produced by Gavin Snyder. The book was read by Luke Snyder. Thanks for listening to Created Edge. If you liked this episode, please subscribe. I'm on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen.